He's a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. They bring you the transparent truth. The world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. The transparent truth. Tr- 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening to The Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith, Intercom Studios, Miracle Mile. I'm in here recording live on Tuesday. i uh, got a quick show today. I'm going to get to my sleeper of the week in just a second. Uh, get to some game recaps here in the Southern section. CIF, state regionals, some good matchups. Defense was the name of the game this past weekend. And then we're going to conclude with some hot takes. Some hot takes involving college football, um, high school football, and also high school scholarship offers. So I got some hot takes on that. Um, so some, some really interesting things that I think I'm going to talk about today. Hopefully you get a chance to dialogue at home at any point in time you want to reach out. Check my Twitter, hit me in my DM, or hit me on the email. I'm always there. Uh, but for right now, I always like to start off the show with my Sleeper of the Week. It's time for our Sit and Sleep Sleeper of the Week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, my sweet sleeper of the week this week comes from the city section. We're talking about Reseda High School uh, in the Valley, right? Reseda in the Valley, Reseda High School. Uh, they got a chance to play in a state regional bowl game um, this past weekend, and I found me a baller. I'm talking about 6'1", 175-pound athlete, defensive back, cornerback, safety, plays Wildcat quarterback, Draynell Rose out of Reseda High School. Really like this kid. Um, he's a, an athlete. That's number one. I love an athlete, a guy that can just make plays. Saw him at corner, saw him at safety. I saw him run, I saw him hit, I saw him make plays on the football. Then I saw him in the backfield playing Wildcat quarterback, you know, taking snaps, you know, running for first downs, running people over, running through tackles, making people miss. Just a lean athlete that has very good size, he's got good length. He's athletic, and uh, he's a guy that makes plays. Ball's in the air. He's going up to make a play on it. I like his ability to move. Um, his top end speed needs to be verified, but I like this kid as a Division One football player. So, Draynell Rhodes, Reseda High School, 6'1", 175-pound senior, athlete, corner safety. I love his aggressive mentality and his physical play. Congratulations, young fella. You are this week's Transparent Truth Sleeper of the Week. College coaches, check him out. Draynell Rose, Reseda High School. Again, congratulations. And uh, we'll get to the Reseda game really quickly, but let's start off with probably the one of the biggest games in the CIF um, state regionals, Corona Del Mar. Corona Del Mar has been averaging 50 points a game on offense this year. They've been virtually unstoppable. Ethan Garber's has been insane this year. Um, 
his his weapons on the outside, including John Humphreys, they've all been playing extremely well. They have not been stopped. Again, averaging over 50 points a game. They were held to 14 points, but the defense was the calling card this weekend for CDM as they hold Oceanside of San Diego to only seven points. CDM gets the dub, and they move on to the state championship game it's going to be played this weekend at Cerritos College. So congratulations to Corona Del Mar. Moving along, Sierra Canyon. Sierra Canyon is a, a loaded squad. They look destined for a state title this year. They blow up Helix 38-20. to Sierra Canyon got a multitude of players who can not only uh, make plays with the football and, and, and take it to the house, but they've got a very good defense. They're athletic. They're fast. Um, they hit. And uh, they play with good discipline. So Sierra Canyon, a loaded team with a ton of talent. It all descended upon the Chat- Chatsworth campus. And uh, they, again, they blow out Helix 38-20 to in Sierra Canyon on to the state finals. How about Aquinas High School of San Bernardino, 24. They popped San Juan Hills to 10, 24-10. Aquinas with the W. Big win for Aquinas High School. Won a CIF championship a couple years ago playing Luzinger. Um, now, moving on to a state championship game after they defeat San Juan Hill. So, congratulations to Aquinas. Pacifica High School of Oxnard holding it down for the city of Oxnard. 51, Birmingham High School of Balboa, 23, Pacifica. Too much for Birmingham. I knew this was the case going into the game. This Pacifica team, a lot like um, Sierra Canyon. I would actually like to see those two teams play. Those are two teams who have a lot of talent on both sides of the football. Both teams have size, they have speed, they have guys who are comfortable making plays with the ball, and both of them have quarterbacks that can go, can throw the ball downfield, and um, Pacifica quarterback threw a couple interceptions this past weekend versus Birmingham. Nonetheless, Pacifica just way too much um Explosive firepower for Birmingham again, 51 23 Pacifica over Birmingham. And then Reseda talked a little bit about Reseda earlier 28 0 over Esperanza. And this is a little bit of a shocker. Reseda, a solid football team, Esperanza in the state regional bowl game, they had a very good offense. They had just put up 40 plus points two weeks in a row. But Reseda shuts them out to a donut. Reseda defense stepping up big. Draynell Rhodes had a couple interceptions, and um, he had a touchdown catch. He was big time for Reseda, and they put the clamp on Esperanza. Esperanza, though, uh, former Division One power, now in Division Thirteen. They have a great year. CIF championship, get to a regional bowl game. Anyway, they take the L to Reseda. Moving along, South Torrance, 47. Canoga Park, 28. South Torrance holding it down for the South Bay. Great job, South Torrance. Uh, congratulations to them. They move on to a state bowl game as well. I know everybody in the South Bay should be happy for them. Canoga Park bowing out putting up 28 points but cannot stop South Torrance offense who gets 47. And then last but not least, how about my dad's alma mater, my uncle's alma mater, my family's alma mater, Gardena High School, 27, Francis Parker, 13. You know, Francis Parker was the name of my former girlfriend from, from middle school. Had a girlfriend named Francis Parker. And I'm thinking, they didn't name this school after her, did they? She was deaf, dumb, and blind. But... 
Gardena. They get it done, 27-13. Congratulations to Gardena moving on to a state championship game. How about that? So uh, those are my game recaps. Look forward to Friday. Got a big interview with Nate Kenyon, assistant head coach and defensive backs coach for the De La Salle Spartans as they come down to Southern California again and try to knock off a Southern California power, this time St. John Bosco. They've lost two years in a row to modern day, but they're back for more. The Spartans doing more with less and really trying to gain every um, schematic advantage with the help of their former head coach. We'll talk a little bit about that with Nate Kenyon on Friday. Moving on, we got our hot takes um, for today. Hot takes. How about the college coaching carousel? A um, couple hires that I really like. Mike Norvell to FSU. Love Mike Norvell. He was a great offensive coordinator at Arizona State. He did a great job as the head coach from Memphis. Um, bright guy, ton of energy, great recruiter. I think he'll do a nice job at FSU. Now, FSU, they need a whole overhaul probably of their program. He's gonna re- he's gonna need to recruit some care kids with some character. He's got to get some coaches with some character, but that can recruit. Um, but I think Mike Norvell he's a guy for that job. He's a relentless, relentless worker. I mean, just tireless worker. And uh, he's got a very nice pedigree that he comes from. Again, I think he'll do a nice job at FSU. I like the hire by Ole Miss of Lane Kiffin. You know, listen, Ole Miss is not a team or a school that's going to get the upper echelon of talent and dominate the SEC. They're not an LSU. They're not a Bama. What they have to do, they have to get a coach who can give them a schematic advantage, can also bring a swagger to the program, and then a confidence to get guys to play better than what they think that they're capable of. And I think Lane Kiffin can help Ole Miss and their University get that done if he's focused and stays out of trouble. That's a big if. I think the best hire, though, um, from the coaching carousel so far could be Greg Schiano at Rutgers. Remember, Rutgers was the bottom of the barrel before Schiano got there the first time, years ago. They were the worst program in the country, by far. And he built them into a you know, bowl contending team every year. Greg Schiano did. He did a marvelous job, very similar to what Matt Rule is doing now at Baylor. Now, Greg Schiano is back. Baylor has got some nice facilities. Uh, out in the, you know, Northeast, they have some players. They do. They really do. Jersey has a lot of players. New York is getting some players. They have players over in the Northeast area. Schiano can recruit. He can coach. He can develop. Uh, what type of staff is he going to bring with him? That's a big question. But I like the hire with Schiano back to Rutgers. Now, it's a bear of a job. Rutgers, they stink right now. Now, are they back to where they were in the past? No. No, they're not. But they stink. And he's going to have to bust his tail to get them back to respectability. But if there's somebody that can do it, who has proven that he's done it before in the past, has gone on with, with really good success as a coach, and now he's back at Rutgers, he can do it again. So congratulations to all three coaches on their new gigs. I think Greg Schiano is at a place where he's familiar, he's had success, and he's you know really committed to bringing success back to that Rutgers program. So congratulations to him, and we'll see how he does there. 
Um, I think he'll do well, though. I think all three coaches will do well. I love Norvell at Florida State. I think it's a good fit. Kiffin at Ole Miss, his his swagger and his confidence, I think he'll do well for that program. And then Schiano, um, with his familiarity, um, his past, his, his, his knowledge as a coach, his ability to recruit and develop, I think he'll do a nice job at Rutgers. So that's my take on that. Let's talk a little Ohio State-Clemson. Ohio State-Clemson semifinal college football matchup. You know, to me, this could be epic. I think this will be epic. Not could be. I think this will be epic for a couple of reasons. Number one, two traditional powers, right? Ohio State-Clemson, traditional powers, right? In addition to that, Ohio State was shut out and blown out by Clemson two years ago in the college football playoffs. So there's a revenge factor as well. But I think most importantly and most intriguing is Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback for Clemson, was the number one player in the 247 rankings coming out two years ago in the 2018 class. Justin Fields, the quarterback for Ohio State, was the number one player in the ESPN rankings. And it was a big debate on who was the better prospect. Some people think Trevor Lawrence. Some people think Justin Fields. So the two top quarterbacks and the two top players from two from the 2018 recruiting class going head to head. But I think even above that, for some reason, it always comes down to race. And I'm just going to keep it real. It always comes down to race at some point. And you got the black dual threat quarterback versus the pocket passing white quarterback going head to head on the national stage for a spot in the college football national championship game. Now, some people might not like what I said, but that's okay. I'm not worried about that. At the end of the day, if for some reason it always comes back to race and right, wrong or indifferent, that's what this is going to be built up as, you know, behind closed doors. Dual threat black kid, pocket passing white kid. Ohio State, Clemson. Two best players coming out in 2018, going head to head. This is going to be good. And I've gone back and forth on who I think will win this game. Love Ohio State's explosiveness on offense and defense. Okuda's a great corner. Fields is a great quarterback. Love J.K. Dobbins as a runner. We all know uh, Chase Young is special. But on the the other side, Clemson is loaded as well. I think, you know, Trevor Lawrence is playing very well. His receivers are amazing. Justin Ross is a kid I've thought highly of for years. T. Higgins was my number one receiver in the 2017 class. And they're loaded offensively. Travis Etienne is one of the best backs in the country. Offensive line is playing well. Clemson's defense, though, I've got my questions about. Especially versus a dual-threat quarterback. They had some trouble with Virginia's dual-threat quarterback, Bryce Perkins, last weekend. I think Justin Fields can get loose. I love the matchups, but I'm going to take Ohio State here. In an epic battle. 35-34, Ohio State wins it with a field goal. I think Justin Fields gets it done. 
And that's not a knock against Clemson or Trevor Lawrence or that great Clemson team. I think these are two great teams going head-to-head. But I have a feeling that Ohio State and Justin Fields, Coach Ryan Day, they'll get it done in this game. But it should be fun for everybody. I mean, I can't wait to watch. The game is played, you know, in January, I believe. I can't wait to watch. Clemson-Ohio State is going to be a great game. I don't know if I can say as much for the other semifinal. Let's move along. Another hot take. Um, Rankings are coming out for 2021, right? Uh, 247, Rivals, ESPN, blah, blah, blah. Rankings are coming out for 2021. And there are two guys kind of sit at the top of the rankings. You got JT Tuimaloa up in Pacific Northwest, Eastside Catholic High School in Washington. Then you have Corey Foreman, Corona Centennial High School down here in Southern California. Both are great kids. I know them both. Spent time with them both. Great kids. Um, similar. You know, freaky athleticism. Uh, Foreman, his first step is is ridiculous. JT has crazy length and ability to transition with speed to power. Two great players. But I'm going a different way. My number one player in 2021 is Tyler Buckner. Bishops High School in San Diego. Love JT, love Corey. Make no mistake about it. But Tyler Buckner... With the ball in his hands every play, he runs it like a running back and throws it like one of the best passers in the country. That is dangerous from the quarterback position. And the Notre Dame commit is my number one player for 2021. I think he's the best player who has the ball in his hands every play in high school. Quite similar to Bryce Young. And I think he's a future number one draft pick. This kid is really good. He throws a beautiful ball, has great accuracy, terrific touch, can tempo his throws. Uh, His ability to get out the pocket is great. He can throw on the run or in the pocket. And then when he is a design quarterback runner, he is a a, a problem to deal with. I mean, this kid is really special. So uh, Tyler Buckner, my number one player for 2021. There it is. That's my take on that. And then last but not least, let's talk about offers. These offers that come out in the winter, in the spring, in the summer, I don't want to say that they're fake offers, but those offers have to be legitimized through your play throughout the season and and need to be finalized up, up until signing day. I mean, I'm hearing a lot of horror stories of college coaches offering kids, promising kids their, college, their scholarship is going to be there, and they just bail on them, turn their backs on them. You know, families are hurt, kids are hurt. I get that this is a business, but it's got to be a better way. It's got to be a better way to get this done. And, you know, I don't know what that is, but my take is that, you know, do not offer a kid unless you are willing to take him. That's my take. If you offer a kid, you need to be willing to take that kid unless you don't have a spot, right? Um, And if you don't have a spot, you need to say so. Don't just leave these kids high and dry. I think that's horse crap. And that needs something needs to be said and something needs to be fixed. 
about college recruiting in that aspect. And that's my take on that. All right, short show today. Appreciate you for joining. Check back in on Friday. Uh, Nate Kenyon, assistant head coach and defensive backs coach De La Salle, talking St. John Bosco and state championship, open division. Without further ado, there's a new sheriff in town, and his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.